ladies, it's Brittany Brazel. The Lord has given me a passion for motherhood and homemaking. From that passion, a ministry has birthed no higher calling. There is no higher calling on my life than to be wife to Simeon and mama to my littles. I still have so much to learn, but as I continue to grow, it is my desire to share the truths God is teaching me. Hey ladies, welcome to another episode of the No Higher Calling podcast. Today we are going to talk about tips for a better breakfast. So I know I've done several different kitchen episodes in the past. Oh goodness, we've talked about freezer cooking, we've talked about meal planning, we've chatted all things kitchen um, as the title of one of the episodes. Um, And if you listened to any of those, you will know that I love working in the kitchen. We all have our areas of homemaking um, that are more favorable than others. Maybe yours is not the kitchen. Maybe you're a laundry gal. And if so, kudos to you. That's not my favorite part of homemaking. But I do love being in the kitchen. And I think it's just because there's so many different ways that you can be creative and trying new things and just investing into your family through the kitchen. And the one thing about the kitchen is it provides many, many opportunities to work on and hone your skills. Um, And one of those areas that I've really been focusing in on is breakfast. I think because there are so many aspects of the kitchen, of making meals, of cooking, of different things you want to cook. Um, If you just broadly say, I want to get better in the kitchen, it doesn't really leave a lot of room for, okay, what does that practically look like? So I've been trying to break it down and say, okay, what are very specific areas of my kitchen that I want to work on? Meal planning was one of those, hence the podcast episode. Um, Then freezer cooking was one as I was preparing to have a baby. Been working on that. Um, Had an episode on that one. Breakfast is another one that I've really been tackling. Um, Later in the year, I'm hoping to tackle sourdough and canning. Those are some things that I really want to work on in my kitchen. But tackling breakfast just seemed a little less daunting than jumping right in with sourdough while I was pregnant or now adjusting to life with a newborn. Um, So let's talk a little bit about breakfast. My family loves breakfast. Like of all three meals of the day, we're most excited about breakfast. I think my kiddos, usually the older two are the first ones awake. And the first thing they do is run into our bedroom and say, mommy, when's breakfast? We love breakfast. We love breakfast food. Um, We would have an all out smorgasbord for breakfast and then just nibble throughout the day if we could, but life doesn't always allow for that. Um, And, you know, so I knew how important breakfast was. I knew that you needed to start your meal or start your day off with a really decent meal. Um, So for a while, while we were consistent with breakfast, like, oh, we've got, you know, we got to get our metabolisms going and get off to a good start. um, The foods that we were consuming were not accomplishing that goal very well. So we're going to talk about not only how important it is to eat breakfast and ways that you can practically fit having breakfast into busy schedules with little ones, being tired, um, but also foods that really set your day off on a good uh, nutritional foundation, I guess, versus just, you know, popping toaster strudels in the Pop-Tart. 
No judgment here. We've done that many times. We have, you know, a box of Honey Nut Cheerios up in the cabinet. There are days and there are seasons where easy and quick needs to happen. But as far as like a regular, normal life routine, I've really been trying to work on having healthy breakfast, but not just healthy, but delicious. You can have both. And so I've tried to work on that. But before we jump into some different recipes and an exciting resource that I have for you guys, um, let's talk about the importance of breakfast. So I'm not gonna dive into this super deep, but I just want to hit a few highlights on why breakfast is important. First of all, as I was doing my research, did you know that 25% of Americans skip breakfast altogether? So don't even eat breakfast. Okay, so before I got married and realized that my husband is a breakfast connoisseur, I did eat breakfast. Um, I actually was a very early riser pre-children. Um, during college, during high school, I'd get up at like 5 a.m. So come 7, 8 o'clock, I wanted breakfast. It felt like lunchtime. Um, so it, for me to think that like a fourth, one out of four people don't even eat breakfast, like that's kind of mind-blowing. Like not even a granola bar? Like, how do you make it until lunch? And that's some of what we're going to talk about, why it's so important to eat breakfast. Um, but I do know that there are a lot of people that just don't like breakfast foods. You're busy and you don't have time. You just, you know, roll right into your day, right out of bed. Um, some people just don't, you know, you're, you have to rush out of the house, so you don't really want to eat on the go. There's so many reasons why you wouldn't eat breakfast, but there are so many good reasons why you should eat breakfast. The first one is that it boosts your energy levels. So getting that food in you, having that fuel just immediately gets your energy going, gets your metabolism going, and gets your day kind of like kick-started. It also helps with uh, performance. Um, you, so your energy levels are boosted, your body performance is boosted. Um, it also boosts your brain power. There, I was reading a lot of different studies specifically done with children, but I would think that it would apply to adults in a lot of the same ways. Said so that children who ate breakfast, their academic scores were higher, their alertness was, um, you know, better. They were just as far as like um, school performance, they were much further along than those children that had not eaten breakfast. And I would think that we're all the same way. It just, like I said, gives you the fuel to kickstart that day to get your body working, to get your brain working. It also helps with controlling weight. Um, now, you know, not if you're going to eat five bowls of Lucky Charms, but just having a healthy breakfast, it um, helps fill you up. And so you're not like snacking on a bunch of unhealthy snacks trying to wait until lunch. Or when lunch comes, you're not as hungry. So, um, you know, you don't feel like you need to overeat at lunch. So it helps with controlling weight. It also supports a healthy metabolism. Um, I found this one quote. It was really interesting. It said, irregular eating habits have been linked to a negative disruption in your metabolic processes, which may put you at a higher risk of developing heart health problems such as diabetes and heart disease. 
Um, so just really kickstarting your metabolic functions, supporting your healthy metabolism. Um, and then the last thing is just supplying vital nutrients, um, vitamins, and minerals. Again, when you focus on a healthy breakfast, um, there are a lot of really good breakfast foods that give you that boost of nutrients, of vitamins, of minerals. You know, I'm actually thinking probably the most healthy meal that we eat in our home is breakfast. Um, it usually contains um, some type of fruit. Um, usually we try to have some type of protein, whether that be sausage um, or like, I'm trying to think, or ham or something. We eat a lot of eggs. Farm fresh eggs are so good for you. Um, it often includes dairy. We have cheeses, milks, yogurts, um, things like that, some whole grains. Uh, as I get into this a little bit and share some of our favorite breakfast recipes, you'll hear I do grind my own grains. Um, I have been doing that for about a year and a half now. I still do not know all that there is to know about it. I'm still experimenting, still trying to figure some things out. But I know enough to know that it is so much better for you to have fresh ground flour. There's so many of the nutrients that remain intact in that flour that are lost in like a shelf staple flour. Even like, and that's talking about wheat flour. Like if you're, if we're talking about like white bleached all purpose flour, that really doesn't have much of anything left in it. Um, so I do, I, I try to cook with my uh, whole ground flour, maybe in the future, once I've done some more research on that, we can talk about some of the benefits of grinding your own wheat. Um, but there are so many of those nutrients and minerals and things that are found in the fresh ground wheat. So, okay, you may hear me say, we love to have waffles for breakfast and think waffles, well, that's like... That is not a healthy breakfast. Um, but I'm making these waffles with my fresh ground flour. Um, I love to use uh, succotent instead of sugar. Very natural, um, uh, unrefined sugar. Um, we use farm fresh butter on our waffles. We use pure maple syrup. If you heard the Nourishing Your Postpartum Body episode with Rebecca Grant, she talked about a lot of these ingredients, a lot of these farm fresh eggs, pure maple syrup, and how good that they are for your body, not just in the postpartum season, but really any season. Um, and especially as I'm thinking of my little ones, you know, I was talking about that study that said how much um, eating a good nutritious breakfast can boost your brain power thinking about my little kiddos, you know, I, I want that for them. I want them to have that good start to the day, a good healthy start. Um, and sometimes our days derail with, you know, McDonald's and boxed pizza or whatever, but it helps me to know, hey, we had a good, solid, firm, uh, healthy breakfast. Um, so those are some reasons why it is important to eat breakfast. Just a few of those. And, and like I said, let me just say here, so we're talking about like healthy breakfast, not these are modern conventional breakfast foods. And I think breakfast foods have been so conventionalized because we need, we just live busy lives. I, I, I have a busy life too. I understand what it's like. I understand that you're sitting there, you know, you might be sitting there thinking, okay, all this sounds great. Yeah, I want a good healthy start to my day. 
but I don't have time to get up and fry sausage and cook eggs and make, you know, waffles from scratch or something. I get that. And we're going to talk about some ways that you can make it easier on yourself. Um, But I think because of just our busy schedules, it's so easy to grab the sugary box of cereal or, you know, the pop in the toaster covered in sugar and food dyes and, you know, whatever. And again, like I said, I'm not judging because been there, done that. You know, there, there are seasons and I'm in a newborn season and, you know, we just, we make do. I bought some boxes of cereal to get us through oh, the nights where baby just wants to party and the mornings where mama just wants to sleep. Um, but as a whole, you know, we've, we've said it before in looking well to the ways of your household and trying to be a wise steward as, as mama, as wife, as homemaker, this is one area that, um, like I just said, like I've been tackling and that I really feel like is um, is a great area to start. If this is somewhere that you're struggling in, this is a really impactful one. So working on this area of breakfast really has a trickle down effect in so many areas, um, but specifically in the health of you and your family. So let's talk about it. How do we make healthy breakfast simple? Because like I said, who has time to get up and get all of that cooked before, you know, your kids are sitting on your feet, mom, I'm hungry, I'm starving. Okay, well here, just, you know, eat this so I can finish cooking or whatever. You know, how do we make this practical for busy life and not making ourselves have to get up at 4 a.m. so we can have this amazing, beautiful, Instagram-worthy breakfast. So these are just a few things that I have done that have been super helpful for me. So I, the biggest thing really is to just prep ahead of time. So I usually, I, okay, so let me back up. So I've talked about this in my meal planning episode, but I have a list of our favorite recipes. So I have a crock pot list. I have a on the grill list. I have a list of our favorite soups. I have a list of our favorite lunches. I have a list of our favorite breakfasts. Um, And what I do every week, like when I'm working on my grocery list, I usually just pick three or four of those breakfasts from our favorites list and that's what I'm going to make. I don't necessarily like write them into my menu plan. I just know, okay, this is kind of like mentally what I'm going to have ingredients in the pantry, in the fridge, ready to make. Um, I say three to four because I usually double batch whatever it is that I'm making so that we can have leftovers, so I can throw some in the freezer to pull out on busier days. Um, So I kind of plan that way. Then whatever, like, so, all right, just say we get up in the morning, we eat our waffles. So right now I had prepped ahead a ton of made from scratch waffles and I had frozen them um, for my postpartum season. And we just pull those out and stick them in the toaster when we want to eat them. Um, We'll put, like I said, that butter or maple syrup on there. The kids like um, to put jelly on theirs. So I have a really um, minimal ingredient strawberry jelly that they'll slather all over their waffles. Um, But okay, so that breakfast is taken care of. We're eating freezer waffles. So then... After breakfast, I try to entertain my kids for, you know, really, it doesn't take very long to whip up some of our favorite breakfasts. Um, 15, 20 minutes, maybe pop something in the oven, let it cook for 15 or 20 minutes, and then I'm done. I'm good to go. Um, 
Usually it takes our kids much longer to eat than it does Simeon and I, especially at breakfast. They're just talking and getting their day started. So sometimes I don't have to do anything to entertain them. They're like good to go. They're just chatting and laughing and, you know, taking an hour to eat their sausage. Um, And so I'll use that time to go ahead and make another breakfast dish. Um, One of our favorite breakfast dishes right now is coffee cake. And you hear coffee cake and you're probably like, oh my word, so much sugar. And and it does have sugar in it. Um, But again, I'm using fresh ground flour. I'm using um, just this uh, really, um, uh, okay, take out all the stammering. I'm using fresh ground flour. I'm using that succotent or honey as the sweetener. Um, but it, having that fresh ground flour in it, again, it's just like packed full of really good vitamins and minerals. We're not going to eat coffee cake every day, but that does get into the rotation every couple times a month. Um, I can double batch that and that will last us probably three days. It'll make like a nine by 13 pants. That'll probably last our whole family of five, like three-ish days. Um, and we make all kinds of varieties of that. We make blueberry, banana nut, uh, apple cinnamon, all different kinds of varieties of that. But just, I, it doesn't take me long to eat breakfast. I'm usually ravenous, especially now that I'm a nursing mama. So I throw down my breakfast with the kiddos and then I'm up and I just, I take, yeah, like 10 or 15 minutes, whip up the coffee cake, put it in a dish, stick it in the oven. That usually bakes for like 45 minutes um, and we're good to go. Sometimes when the kids are done early, I will let them color at the table. We'll clean up. They have some different um, little videos that they watch for their schooling. Um, If, you know, we're doing an oceans unit so we might watch some videos about some ocean animals or they have some little song videos teaching them how to spell their numbers or teaching them the continents I mean there's there's endless educational videos sometimes I'll let them sit at the table while we work on those and and I'm right there so I'm able to like sing with them we're working on learning um, different blend sounds so sometimes I have like a little video that plays through those I'll be there and we're all repeating it together we'll use that time for scripture memory Um, different things like that. So they're at the table, engaged, doing something while I'm quickly whipping up this breakfast that's going to last us a couple days. And then the next day, I don't have to get up and worry like, oh my goodness, I have to make a coffee cake this morning before we can eat. No, it's already done, sitting on the counter, ready to be heated up and good to go. Um, So that's just one way that I found really helpful. Every couple days, I just double batch one of our favorite breakfast recipes right after breakfast, go ahead, get that baked, um, and then I don't have to worry about it. So that has been a huge blessing. And then I I I mentioned again, um, just the batch cooking. You know, sometimes on Saturdays, we have a slower morning, so we often do like fresh waffles or pancakes that day, and often I triple batch that. So I'm, I already have the ingredients out. Instead of one cup of flour, I'm just going to throw three cups of flour or whatever into my bowl, mix it all up, go ahead and get all of that cooking, um, and then we'll have breakfast. And what we don't eat, we'll portion out into the freezer to last us again, um, to last us for a while. So those are some different ways that I have found that have helped me have these healthy, delicious breakfasts, but also keep it pretty simple. Now, I want to share with you on my website, which is www.nohighercalling.org. It's also linked in the show notes. I have a printables tab. And under that tab, there are a few different resources, but I just put up there um, a resource 
That is some of our favorite breakfast recipes. So there are seven recipes in this printable download that you can get. Um, and they're just a few of our top favorite ones. Um, the coffee cake that I mentioned is on there. The blueberry breakfast coffee cake. So delicious. Um, cheesy scrambled eggs. Whole grain buttermilk waffles. Apple cinnamon oatmeal bake. Um, there's a basic muffin recipe that you can, I have some different variations. We do blueberry, we do banana nut, we do apple cinnamon. You can throw raisins in there. Different, have strawberry almond oatmeal. Um, this one actually, my husband made this oatmeal for me the day after I had Willow. And oh my goodness, I, I ate it every morning for like two weeks straight. It is so good. So he actually, it's nothing fancy. It's just oats, water, whatever um, consistency you like ratio. You do that, put it in the microwave. But he found online, he did some research and apparently coriander is like a secret ingredient that really like makes oatmeal delicious. I didn't even know well, I didn't even know he knew what coriander was. I didn't know we had it in the pantry, but he pulled it out, put a dash of coriander, dash of cinnamon, honey to taste, almonds and strawberries. And really you could put whatever fruit nut combo you want on it. But that was my favorite. And I ate it for a couple days and I was like, this is better than any oatmeal I've ever eaten. And they got this little smirk and he's like, yeah, it's the coriander. And I was like, wait, you just said the What? you know what that word means. And yeah, here come to find out he had researched and figured that out. And it, it, it is wonderful. It is great. So kudos to Simeon for that recipe. And then there's a recipe for lemon blueberry scones. Um, so those are just some of our favorites. I also have a printable for some of our Christmas recipes. And I believe that there is a casserole, a breakfast casserole, and overnight cinnamon rolls that we also really love for breakfast. Um, those are a little more time intensive, so those don't happen quite on the regular. But if you want a few more recipes, you can get that as well. Um, but anyways, that is on the website available for you to download and enjoy. Let me know if you make any of those. I would love to hear what you think. Um, you do not have to have fresh ground flour. You don't have to have any special kind of sugar. You can use whatever you want. Um, obviously, that will affect some of the health benefits of some of those dishes. A lot of them are kind of a grain-based breakfast. Um, we love bread at our house. So it's a favorite. Um, but, you know, sometimes I will also do like, okay, well, we're going to have coffee cake and eggs. Or, you know, we're going to have coffee cake and some sausage or something like that so we aren't just having bread all the time. Though, we would totally be fine with that. My son, every meal he sits down at the table and he's like, so where is the bread? Um, and usually I have it to give to him every now and then I don't. And he's like, oh, but I love bread. And I was like, I know you do. Anyway, um, so those are some tips. Hopefully, uh, hopefully you will find that helpful. And I just wanted to end here as we're talking about breakfast, just um, using this opportunity really to set the tone of the day. I understand if you're busy and you got to rush out of the home early in the morning, um, you might not have the capacity to lean into these morning hours um, just the way that our schedule is right now. We have freedom in the mornings to have a little bit of a slower morning, um, and Daddy is with us in the mornings, so we can enjoy that as a family, but we really like to use that morning time, really specifically that breakfast time, to set the tone of our day. 
So the kids get up before us. Um, they usually play for about 30 minutes before I like exit my bedroom. Um, but when I come out, breakfast is kind of where I'm heading right off. But on the way there, I'm going to open the windows and let the sunlight in. I just doing that like, okay, we're waking up. It's a fresh day. The Lord is good. Uh, the earth is still spinning. Like I, I love having those windows open. And when the weather is nice enough that I can like actually open, open the windows, that's even better because there's nothing like hearing the birds chirp in the morning. Oh goodness. Birds remind me of God's faithfulness to take care of us. Anyways, that's a whole nother topic. Um, but just letting the sunlight in is such a, a great start. Um, then we've talked before about music. We have we usually have instrumental hymn music playing on repeat throughout our home. Well, the first thing I do when I go into the kitchen is get our Google device playing some instrumental hymns. Um, and then I try, I heard somebody challenge one time, they even if you're exhausted. <laughs> To try to let the first words out of your mouth, especially to your children and to your husband, be words of kindness. So instead of kids jumping on my head and me being like, get off, I'm so tired, you guys need to go play and be quiet. Trying to take a moment and being like, good morning guys, I'm so thankful that I have another day to spend with you. Um... You know, and it doesn't always sound quite that cheery, um, but I, I've really taken that to heart, and I have tried to guard my tongue in the morning, and especially if if I'm very tired or if I have not uh, spent my time in my Bible yet or something like that, to guard my tongue and to be very intentional that those first words out of my mouth be kind, be uplifting, um, and really just speaking speaking kindness to my husband and to my children. Um, then we all just gather around the breakfast table. We enjoy breakfast together. We also use our breakfast time to just spend a little bit of time in God's word together as a family. That could look something simple as um, working on scripture memory. I've shared before about Aaron Payne's ABC scripture cards. Um, we go through those. It could be reading a Bible story. Um, it could be a short little devotional just something short, but setting us as a family, setting our day, getting our minds centered around God's word, um, and then having a prayer together as a family starting our day. So I, I know that doesn't have anything to do with healthy breakfast or the importance of breakfast in our bodies, but it all kind of ties into breakfast and that time of day in our home and just setting the tone of the day and just having a healthy, delicious breakfast slides right in there really to set the tone of our day, setting the tone of our home. Um, it's all kind of part of it in our morning routine. So I hope that you found this episode helpful. Like I said, please reach out to me if you have a recipe that you want to share, something that your family loves. Let me know. If you try any of my recipes, let me know. I'd love to hear from you what your favorites are. Be sure to check out that download on my website, nohighercalling.org. And I look forward to joining you ladies next week. I hope that this episode has brought much glory to Christ, encouraged your heart, and strengthened you to be the wife and mother that God has created you to be. Thanks for listening.